You were saying that you didn't like the fact that the Navi were wearing clothing. You thought that was. I thought it was way too much clothing. Way, way too, much. too much. And I thought, you know what? Bit of wind every now and then. Bit of wind. Would have been nice. On the nice ones, obviously. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained. Legends. The Theatre Royal Drury Lane is considered one of the most haunted theatres in the world. Many actors dream their whole lives of performing on its stage, and it appears some of them find it hard to leave. This week on Unexplained Legends, The Ghosts of Drury Lane. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. Uh, I'm Roger O'Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Is Dennis, post-Christmas anxiety, Len. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Unexplained Legends. Uh, Did you have a nice Christmas, Dennis? I had a lovely Christmas. I really did have a nice Christmas. Yeah? I only had a few family fracas, a few family (laughs) fights, a couple of storm outs. Uh, Turkey was ruined, but by and large, a pretty good Christmas. Now, Roger, before I ask you, I just Mm -hmm. want to state... Keep forgetting about all January, I do. That's one of my biggest biggest downfalls. You never really like January, to be I honest. never like January, and when it comes along, it comes in and it says, Hey, Den, I'm going to kick you in the balls, and uh, you're going to be depressed for a week. So I'm currently going through that. You, When I walk into rooms that you're in now, I can honestly feel, I can feel the air turning to ice. I have a horrific energy. Like oh, at the moment, it's, it's horrific. Good. I can feel it. I, I actually can feel it. when you come in. It's like a it's like a, a bad fart. Like as in you come in and like not you personally. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. I haven't been close enough to you to smell, but yeah. you come in and you like recoil because the energy is so bad. That post Christmas energy. I uh, I was usually talk at anyone or anything. I talk talk to the wall, but. Mm. It, I'm, I've even been toning it down a bit recently. You haven't been able to face me. You've no. been you've been leaving a lot quicker. Yeah, <laughs> the, a lot that, quicker. That time that I uh, I was talking to you from within that little boiler cubby. Yeah, and it's roasting in there. It's pretty. And hot. also, what the hell is the mystery of the boiler? Why is it fucking hot when we never have the heating yeah, of the water on? That is true. I think something might be going on there. <laughs> there uh, is something going on there. He, That's you, big boiler trying to fucking steal money off us. You know, I think I told you this, but my uh, my girlfriend found out that there was a gas leak in her apartment. Uh, a, a very just a small gas leak. Uh, just a small one. Yeah, that's grand. Just a small one. Nothing to explode about. Just keep the door open. Just a small one. And um, the more the first thing she the first time she told me, it took me all my power to not say to her, "No, you don't." Uh, <laughs> when did you get uh, that set of candles for her? Was that after you found out or before? Um, that would have actually just been a, a few days before it was fo- found out. So, you know, very, <laughs> very odd timing nice. there. But uh, the oh, there was something I wanted to bring up to you about the old, the old Christmas period. Well, how was your Christmas period? Oh, it's just, you know, typical um, uh, Norman Rockwell, perfect Christmas. As yeah. it always is. Yeah. Put it in a painting. Got plenty of presents. Uh, were they all the presents I asked for? Not really. You get great gifts for Christmas. There are people ringing this house with that landline we have is off the fucking off the hook until like well actually that's the wrong thing a telephone actually is but uh, it's, it's it's not off the hook at all or else people wouldn't be able to ring it doesn't matter but November December people nonstop ringing here looking to get you gifts yeah yeah what's your secret my secret is uh it's the classic treat him mean keep him keen that's yeah. it so you just yeah. treat your family terribly I, I treat and my, you get good good gifts at christmas i keep all my family at arm's length if not longer mm. and i treat them all like shit and do you know what I, in return 
They they get me. An You're better for Lego. it. You're better off for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You could be. You could. You could learn a thing or I two. I could from learn me. a thing or two. There's me going home, fucking bringing gifts and doing all this stuff, and I still get storm oats. Yeah, yeah. You know, storm oats every day. Got to be careful. Now, Sit, you know what I love at Christmas? Sitting down and having breakfast and just being surrounded by tension. That's that nice. really that really settles me into the new year. Oh, I forgot to tell you this you'll love this this is the one the one thing of uh the one christmas thing i think you'll you'll relate to is uh a boxing day i woke up late can i just say this yeah. you've gone into you're, you've you've gone to boxing day now this is this you've was sa- brought up you've said this a couple of times i didn't up. bring it up the first time yeah. but you've been saying boxing day a lot no, this was brought up back at home with the lads oh did you say boxing day in front I of did, them i did did you get eviscerated they, they said they said oh what gym are you going to <laughs> decimated boxing day yeah yeah saint saint stephen's day i said i said that to a friend of mine i said uh uh, i'm going to like home on stephen's day he said no joke not like not joking who the fuck is stephen (laughs) (laughs) and you know what i bet he said it s-t-e-v-e-n you could hear it yeah yeah you knew it you knew it but on stephen's day boxing day for uk listeners do you know why i switched it's because we now have more listeners in the uk than any other country that's oh, they won't like that. The Irish people won't like that. Hey, listen, lad, you, you gotta catch up, right? Won't like that. Tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your enemies, right? But we. Do you know what I like way better than priests? Vicars. Oh no, no that's too far. I love Come a good on, vicar. That's too far. Love a good vicar. That's I do. Far. Unless it's of Dibley, I'm not. I'm not interested. <laughs> the but on on Saint Stephen's Day, woke up. I woke up at midday, very late for me, and I thought, oh for fuck's sake, the um. The day's gone. Yeah, I thought this is so disappointing. Like, I only have a few days every year to spend with my family, and I feel like I've wasted some of it now. So I get dressed as quickly as I can, and I rush over to my parents' house. I'm staying in my sister's house, which is, ne- like, down the road from my, from my parents' house. And I rush over, and I go, oh, geez, they're all going to be in there now, in the sitting room, like, around the fire, and I'm missing family time. Yeah, playing skeletrics. I come in. The house is dead. I hear wind like whirling through the house and all that's broken by is just the tapping tap tapping of something in the sitting room and I walk in and I, I push the door back and my dad is sat like spread across the sofa tapping on a calculator and I said where is everyone and he said oh they, they've all gone shopping or something and then he goes I was working out anyway I think you owe me I think you owe me some money <laughs> I think that sums up Christmas yeah, no, it does, yeah. it's all about taking uh, what are we doing this week this week Dennis we're doing uh, we're doing a special right okay we're doing something I thought you'd really like alright yeah is eat. this a joke I'd really like no just like that time you got me cake and it wasn't really cake it was just mud no no okay. I, I, I think you'll like this right uh, it, this is also a crossover episode Right now, the other podcast doesn't know. Yeah, I was like, "Where, where are the these people?" No, no. The but the uh, I was listening to a uh, very good podcast, Uncanny. Okay, BBC podcast, Uncanny. Uh, you know, we're obviously out on our own. We're like rogue. Mm-hmm. But um, I, this this isn't an attempt for you to switch sides, is it? No, but not, this is just going to be an episode dedicated to how great they are, so you can listen, be a presenter with them. Listen, right? If if somebody from BBC Sounds heard this and thought. They sound young, hip, like 
Uh, the I mean, only- we sound like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We use we use special uh, software to to digitally make our voice sound younger. Uh, and I just to- remembered it'll be the previous episode to this, but some of the comments that were made in that pre-Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. They but some of the um, we all, the software also inserts slang words every now and again. Mm. Uh, we're we're uh, but we're big BBC sound stands. No, we are. Uh, we're donculus. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a big uncanny stand. Uh, that sounds like country, but um, <laughs> Breaker Breaker just about to touch down on Kazakhstan. No sign of hostiles, but there has been reports of BBC activity in the area. I was listening to the Christmas special, and they reminded me that I hadn't heard for years, and that made me think, do you know what? We'll do an episode on that. Well, what is it then? It is The Ghosts of Jury Lane. Jury. Jury Lane. Yeah. Drury. 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 Oh, yeah, D R U R Y. Yeah, yeah. Drury Lane. That's famous. It is, it is. It's theatre, Dennis. It's theatre. A theatre. A theatre. Yeah. Oh, so Drury Lane is a theatre. Yeah, and guess what? I was there, believe it or not, I was there on Sunday. Really? Yeah, yeah. Walked by, scoped the place out, and I even took a bit of footage that I will show you during the... Did you hear any bit of oohs or ahs or anything, no? Uh, I did hear something, but I'll save that for the end. Because mm-hmm. I think that it will really, uh, really top it out. But it, 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 it's a ghost one. I know you've wanted, mo- you've wanted more ghost ones. So, New Year's present. Kind of more, more looking for aliens, really. 2023. <laughs> it's kind of more of an alien year. You're rebranding, are you? Yeah, I'm going in a different 2023, direction. 2023, going UAP. Originally built in 1663... With its current iteration rebuilt in 1812, the Theatre Royale... Sorry, that's a, that's a, a burger from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> the Theatre Royal. You know what they call a quarterbounder with cheese? <laughs> the the Theatre Royal of Drury Lane, more commonly simply known as Drury Lane, is one of England's oldest and most prestigious theatres. Many actors have spent their whole lives dreaming of performing on its stage, with only a lucky few ever managing to achieve this. However, some may have wanted this dream a little too much, and have spent not only their lives performing there, but their afterlives too. Can I just say, are you smiling in a, God, isn't this ridiculous what I'm saying way, or kind of like, well actually I think that's the only way you could possibly be smiling. I was smiling like, I'm on fire with this one. Oh really? Okay. What did you do? You, uh, yeah, you're just presenting that there are now ghosts that didn't get the part originally, have come back in protest, and are now performing there every night. No, uh, some, you know, some of them, well, I don't want to get in spoilers, but some of them... Spoilers? Some of them achieved it, yeah. You're going to have to interview the ghosts at some stage in this. <laughs> but they, I just, I loved that bit. They wanted to spend their lives. They dreamed of it. What could be a bigger spoiler than saying that there's ghosts on the stage? Okay, yeah. Yeah, there are, okay. okay. And, uh, yeah, they spent their afterlives there too, Dennis, right? You've ruined what the floor. A, what a <laughs> pack of sad sacks. Uh, is there nothing worse than drama students? No, there is, you would yeah. come back and haunt the theatre. The worst haunting to get. Oh, my God. They're probably back doing improv as ghosts. Ooh, give me an, a place, a location. And then, and then. No, no, and then. Just fucking die, man. They, they, it, actually, you're right. These ghosts are, like, what happens when you take... Uh, yes and too far yeah. they just won't stop oh my game. god just let it go uh, but Dennis right the reason why so many of them Dennis have spent their afterlives there is because Drury Lane is also known as one of the most haunted theatres in the whole world 
Do you think that ghosts go to these places as kind of destinations? You know, like as a nursing home or a holiday destination that when you die, like maybe you do it. Let's say you die, right? And you come back as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go? Like what? You, I, well, okay. Besides the apartment, this apartment, which you would definitely haunt until I left. But besides... <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So I'm dead, but you're still living here. Yeah, living here for a little bit. I'd obviously have to contact your family for rent arrears, but other than that... <laughs> Well, I'd be keeping your memory alive while I'd have a one, uh, be living here on my own in a, in a nice apartment. Yeah. Okay, so, but what I'm asking you is, you come back as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Where do you go? Where do you haunt? Because you've, no, you've no real connection to anywhere. Like, let's, let's say, let's you, no, but like, as in you get killed by a car, you know, it's not like you got murdered in a theatre. You just, you just, you, no, you just die. You die in natural causes really early and unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Where do you haunt? Like, because you, you have to have a haunty place. Yeah, that's true. You have to have a haunty Where's place. Where's your heart drawn to? Would you go to London or or would you go back to Ireland? Is is there any room when you're when you're ghosting? Is there any room for like having a holiday home? Ha, like you can go somewhere else. You could ghost somewhere for a season. I think you could, but I just think it would be humiliating getting on a plane or a boat as a ghost. Haunting like, a plane. Yeah, like you'd be on a like standing line or something on a little boat and a ferry, and then you'd appear and people go, "Oh my god!" And you're like, "No, no, no! I'm I'm, I'm actually just on the boat." I think haunting a plane is is spooky it is spooky uh, and to be honest if there was a ghost on, have they done ghosts on a plane this year man ghosts on a plane this year we're doing it i i, I have it in the I have it in the list well oh, really yeah uh, i'm glad i peaked your they probably they probably charge you extra for that and ryanair oh we're on fire <laughs> um he but uh, yeah I'd, I'd like i feel like bantry would be a great place to haunt Bantry, very spooky place. Down yeah. in West Cork in the south of Ireland. Great place to haunt. Um, outside of there, I feel like... Um, I feel like there's probably somewhere... There's there's somewhere really obvious here that I'm missing. What would you associate with me in London? Places. Graveyards? No, like... Drinking in graveyards? As the... As the Sainsbury's Tesco. Oh, yeah. I'd be in the... Te- I'd be... No, you I'd haunt the big Tesco. You'd be in some weird, um, weird like, bakery. Yes, possibly. Yeah. I'd haunt the the bagel shop in Brick Lane. Yeah, you would. You would. Because yeah. you wouldn't be able to eat them and that would drive you insane. That would drive me nuts. Or maybe I'd haunt some bubba tea shop. Do you think that uh, like being a ghost is the same as kind of being homeless? Like that you have your spots and like you you, you kind of might fight for them? I'd say... Oh, that's a... Do you know what? Put a pin in no, that. No, Roger, for, there's no way you have something on that. First pin of the new year... First pin of the ghosts, year. ghosts fighting each other for territory. Maybe is it coming up in this it might, episode? It might do. There's it no way. Do. No, because can ghosts punch each other? Uh, I'd say it depends. Okay. Right? If if it was two boxers haunting the same place, I'd say they could. Yeah. Right. But if you're saying do do ghosts settle their differences by punching? Like if two ghosts walk up to each other and go chest to chest, they just go through each other. Uh, I'd say that there's a bit of resistance, but if you push hard enough, you would. Right. That's my that's my expert take on that. I'll I'll uh, I'll continue with the uh, with the amazing prose I've written here, right? And, and this this ties into what you've mentioned about can more than one ghost haunt somewhere at once? Because Dennis, there are a number of entities which apparently call the theatre their home. Most famous of all, being a figure known only as Andrew Lloyd. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, most famous of all, being a figure known as. The Man in Grey. There have been hundreds of sightings of this figure throughout the years, and uncharacteristically for a ghost, he apparently 
only visits during the day. He appears dressed as an 18th century nobleman with a powdered wig beneath a tricorner hat, also wearing a cloak, riding boots and a sword to complete his ensemble. He's enough on, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Take him a while to get ready in the morning. Jesus, man, fucking, I'm telling you, he, listen, he's a stylish ghost. T-shirt and jeans and shoes, that's what I'd be uh, fucking haunting the place with. If you think about it, right, a lot of ghosts, yeah, their top half might be, like, done up to the nines, but they just trail off into that ghost stream, like, by the bottom. Like, they're not even wearing Nikes or anything. This sounds very Scooby-Doo as well, this episode, or this this story. It's very. So? That sounds like a Scooby-Doo character, and... It would be within the theatre's um, interest to keep this ghost alive, you know, to keep, or, well, whatever that term would be. Yeah. To keep him around. And so then, in the end, they figure out, oh, this is actually just a guy doing it. Well, my question for you, that's kind of based around that, even though I obviously think this ghost is real, right? There's, I'm trying to figure out, do you think this ghost is a ghost of an actor who was dressed like this? Or the ghost of somebody who this is their everyday outfit interesting i would say my first thought for some reason just ghost channeling it seems like he might have been someone who was either an audience member Mm -hmm. um, of the time of that era so his clothes are accurate and not an actor but i feel like he might be like a patron of the arts you know like maybe he's um, a sponsor of the theater yeah and that's why he feels like he's he's in there you know a bit a bit what? A, a bit artsy, you know. <laughs> well, Dennis, there are conflicting theories as to who this man might be, okay? After detailed investigation from the Society of Cyclical Research, they suggest the spirit belongs to an actor from the 1800s named Arnold Woodruff. Now, to support this theory, they claim that if you ever encounter the entity, that if you merely say the phrase, what ails thee, friend Arnold? He'll simply pass you by and go on go on his way. Some theatre staff have also claimed that they've done this to him and he's just he's just disappeared. Wait, what happens if you don't say anything to him? Um, he sticks around. He doesn't do anything massive. But oh, he so around. if you've got work to do, you say, what ails thee? Yeah. And he pisses off. Yeah. Okay. You can see how that sounds a bit strange. Just in terms of like he just does nothing. He just he just goes away basically. It's like a magic words to get rid of him. Well, he hangs around like, you know. There'd be some days I see you working in here and you'd rather I didn't come in and sit right next to you, you know? Yeah. It's because it's a one seater coach. Yeah, but I'm I'm still gonna I'm entitled to that seat. I just think it's nice sometimes when I'm here reading a book that I could be left without you sitting on the one seater with me eating scrambled eggs. Do you not think there's any chance you enjoy the book more when I'm asking you what's it about? What's on that page? What are you reading now? And pawing the corners to get all that eggy residue off your hands. <laughs> yeah. So this guy is supposedly an actor. Maybe. However, there is another theory which is far more chilling. A theory linking the ghost to a skeleton which was found within a walled up passage in the theatre during a refurbishment in 1848. There is little known about this poor soul besides the fact that he showed evidence of having been stabbed prior to his entombment. Wow! Then that's that's true. That's true. That's 100% true. There was a lad found in the walls. That is 100% true. Where is the skeleton now? Uh, good question. I'd say he was just uh, buried. If I found him in the walls, I'd be putting him out in a glass box getting people in to see him. Would you, yeah? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Would you be charging? Yes, of course I'd be charging. 
<laughs> that's that's creepy, isn't it? Well, I when I got that, I thought I've got him. I th- I thought that no, that's spooky. That that's spooky. I'm sure the listeners at home. I have never seen this place, and if I have, I haven't noticed it. If I passed it, but mm-hmm. I've definitely never seen the inside of it. But um, the it's so I can picture this place uh, like perfectly, especially in the 1840s for some reason. Very spooky. Would not like to find a skeleton in my school. They I may have mentioned this before, but in my school they found old lab equipment in the walls. But there was like liquids and stuff in it as well. And my school being my school was like, oh, look at all this stuff. Ha, ha, ha. And then like reali- quickly realized that they had no idea what the chemicals were. But there was really, really old stuff that they'd buried in the walls for some reason. Why do you think they'd bury it in the walls? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea why they do it. It, it. And like it was like glass equipment and stuff like this. And it was completely um, plastered up. Do you think it was just like a teacher left there who was just not quick enough tidying up at the end of a class as they're doing refurbishments. Probably got sick of it. Yeah. Probably got sick of it just thrown the inside of the wall. That's probably what happened to Skeleton. I think those types of um, entomb- entombments are like terrifying. You know? I wouldn't... I, like if... It's probably different now if you... Because it's obviously not that close to 1840 anymore. Yeah. But if I if that Skeleton was found around that time, there's no hope I'd be working in there. Like I wouldn't be hanging out in there at all. No. Just and it's actually silly because what I was actually thinking of there was the fact that it'd be haunted, not the fact that someone I probably work with has murdered that man. <laughs> you're you're just like what? No way. There is uh, there there's like several haunting stories out there of people having like recurring nightmares of people coming out of their walls or like trying to scratch their way out of their walls, and then years later during refurbishments finding skeletons within the walls of houses and stuff. The insides of walls are inherently scary. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty fucking scary. That's why I'm going to insulate my house like completely like with skeletons, bead insulating, and skeletons, <laughs> and yeah. skeletons. horse skeletons. That's do you know what? Yeah, um, that's what I want my my last will and testament to be entombed within your walls. That is fucking terrifying. I'm never doing that. <laughs> the other one is that I have to take all the episodes of the podcast offline. Oh, that that's a really funny one. That's really that's horrific. And it will be just as it's kicking off. I have to delete. I have to go and find and delete that. Um, so yeah so where, where do you where do you like you're not a paranormal guy but do you be spooky for you like is this something you're believing in so i i think theaters are spooky places no they are yeah and the big curtains are very scary yeah they're big curtains lots of small passageways dust everywhere and cobwebs yeah and because they're specifically designed to trick you you know to mm. to like um as Guns N' Roses would say, to use your illusions. Yeah. Uh, One or two. Yeah, two. <laughs> and then they specifically, they have all these nooks and crannies. They have all these spaces where like you, you might be, you might be behind a curtain in a really dark space and there's just a potential for a little, you know, grab on, on your, on your shoulder or something like mm. they, they're, they're, I think they're very spooky. Um, it's definitely a place you could get caught talking to a ghost as well and not realize it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you've got your headset on, you're waiting for some actors to come on, and then someone starts talking to you in a slightly weird 200-year-old accent, and you turn around, there's no one there, and, and then you start inquiring, and they're like, who are you talking about? Yeah, backstage ready once uh, front of house gives us clearance. Oh, oh, hello, my fine fellow. Oh, fuck, I hate talking to actors. It's actually also a rare scenario that if somebody was talking to you like that and you found out they didn't exist, you'd go, oh, thank God, like one less conversation. Yeah. One less annoying fucking person to talk and to. One less today. admin thing that I have to do tonight. Yeah. So, um, the the to get back to the man in grey, right, some claim uh, that he is often seen, Dennis, I think this is spooky. 
uh, walking from the fourth row in the upper circle to the rear gangway by the royal box, which is the exact location that the body was found, suggesting he either is the man who met his grisly end there, or perhaps even the person responsible for the death. Uh, who is now being punished to walk the underworld and live in this theatre. Yeah, so this ties into something that maybe we've brought it up in an episode before, but it's something called, you tell me if it rings a bell, stone tape theory. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, I think you've mentioned this before. Okay. I think you might have mentioned this in, what's the episode about the woman building the house? And it's all crazy. Oh, that never, um, that never got released. Oh, really? It didn't? I don't think it did. The, no, it probably didn't then. The, are you talking about the Winchester Mansion? Yeah. Do you know what? We should redo that now. Yeah, we should redo that. Yeah. But yes, um, th- I think you might have mentioned that. Yeah. For for anyone listening going, oh, what's this like? What did they say in that episode? The episode was just shit, lads. Like, yeah, we, we pretty boring. We were just so tired that we fucked it up. We shit the bed. Yeah, so, that, so that's why that's not there. Um, and to be honest, if we put it on Patreon, it would be an insult. Yeah. So, but we, we might... Uh, we might redo that that episode, but the, the stone tape theory. This is the idea that um, when traumatic events happen, or like events happen in certain places, that this is like a pseudo scientific or like almost scientific understanding of ghosts, where the idea is that the the like atoms, nearly the imprint of the traumatic event gets stored within the area or within the like walls and stones mm-hmm. and the idea is that ghosts are actually just uh, uh, these stones projecting out these replayed events in a scientific manner that we don't fully understand due to our lack of knowledge of quantum mechanics which sounds pretty convincing wow it? Yeah. that is some sentence you're going to be in serious trouble when we get our get our head around uh, quantum mechanics aren't you well i'm sure i i think that there might be another there might by that stage be something else this is basically like, you know, climate change for you, really, isn't it? <laughs> like, as in, you know, you're, you're, you're happy now that we don't, you know, like that you, you can cause all this damage now, conspiracy-wise. And it, like, it won't really matter to you if it's all disproven in, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah, I, I think... Um, that sounded really bad. That sounded like I was denying climate change. No, I, no. I meant, the, I meant the damage that it will cause of us denying it now. You meant that I, uh, that if I convinced loads of people that quantum mechanics was like bunk or something, that mm. I wouldn't give a damn about yeah. the fallout of that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that's a good characterization of it. So yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't really care that much. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't lose any sleep at night. I'd lose sleep at night thinking about these ghosts, I'll tell you though. Uh, so I, I just got reaction what do you think of stone tape theory and like it's explanation I've given you there I think it's really really cool I could definitely see something like that happen um, as we were talking about today you are talking about the Boseman brain if you can explain that oh the Boseman brain Boseman Boseman I think uh, we we might do a whole episode on that if I can if I can get enough information on it but it's basically the, the idea of if the in, if the universe goes on long enough or if there's enough infinite universes that in one of them, hypothetically, all of the atoms, like, to construct a perfect human brain that's functioning, could just spontaneously happen to arise in the exact moment mm. and create a, a spontaneous brain out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. So in the same sense, if that's capable of happening in a universe somewhere, yeah. then I guess that the stone tape theory is definitely capable of happening, right? It's, uh, do you know what? I would say it's positively pedestrian in, in comparison. <laughs> Like it's pedestrian. it's pretty much like what's that from? Is that is that from a show? <laughs> I think it's just from like old Victorian. It's, old Victorian but it sounds things. like a you know like a cat in a, like a seventies cartoon or something. Welcome to 
absurd cat. Jeffreeld, what do you think about Mondays? Meow. I find them positively pedestrian. Tune in next week, children, for more of Jeffreeld's opinions. And remember, support the war effort. That's positively pedestrian, my friend. Who's smoking a really long cigarette? Yeah. The, uh, I I think look, what we're what we're learning here is stone tape theory. Not that far fetched. I don't think it's that far fetched. I mean, it's basically just holograms. Yeah. And listen, uh, fucking Abba went on tour as holograms recently. They're making a mint. Yeah, Yamano was a hologram, isn't he? No, didn't Ooh. he come back as one? You know who I'm talking about. His family died in a house fire. What? He's in the Roy Orbison. Yeah, yeah, he's a hologram now. <laughs> God Almighty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is. He is a hologram. He's a, they're all holograms, man. Do you know, I I reckon actually we're very close to Bruce Springsteen going on tour as a hologram while he's still alive. And you can either go see him live, or you can go see on the same night parallel a hologram one that's half rise. I saw a video of Prince talking about Michael Jackson's bad during the week. It's very yeah. funny. I never I never really listened to the first line, right? But it goes, uh, "Your butt is mine." So that's what he says at the start, like, your butt is mine, or something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely butt is yeah, mine, yeah. Is, the, is the thing. And Michael Jackson wanted Prince to play the part of, uh, that I think Wesley Snipes ended up playing in that video. And Prince says, like, you're not saying your butt is mine to me. And I'm definitely not saying your butt is mine to you. <laughs> your butt is mine. The jewelry is out on uh, whether seeing the man in grey is good luck or bad luck for mm. um, for an actor. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of... Are they due to come back in at any point? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, the, the, the jury... The, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it, right? But <clears throat> there's 12 of them. Yeah. All men. Very Real angry. pissed off. Very angry. Very yeah. angry. And they're out there and they're saying, if there's just one, if there's just one chance that beyond reasonable doubt, he might be a good omen. We shouldn't be convicting this is his ghost of bad omenship. You could get a good two and a half hours of black and white out of that. Twelve men with the smell of violent death in their nostrils. What's the matter with you guys? So, uh, however, Dennis, right, the man in grey is not the only spirit tied to a murder. Uh, as the ghost of one Charles Macklin. This kind of comes into the boxing thing you were talking about earlier. The ghost of one Charles Macklin, an actor who killed a fellow actor. Why did you laugh? <laughs> I think you're about to find out. I'm sorry I laughed, but who killed a fellow actor, Thomas Hallam, in a fight over a wig. <laughs> can, a wig. A wig. Can also often be seen backstage looking mournful. Looking for his wig. <laughs> no, no. Listen, he, he's wait. He's, sorry, before I before I lay into this, when yeah. did this happen? Uh oh, years and years ago. It, yeah, but it's not like the nineties. Like it's, it's no, no, hundred years ago. Yeah, hundred. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Because that's that is a pathetic ghost looking for a wig. No, and no, no. He's mournful now. So he got his wig, but man, you, you know, he's mournful. He got it because he killed the other fellow. Yeah, yeah. How did that? How did that? End, uh, how did that happen? How did they kill him? Good question. I think. <laughs> Good question. Oh, we'll I chat know. to you next week. No, no, I, I know. How th- <laughs> I know. He, you wouldn't believe this. This is why I left it out. It's a bit gruesome. Um, he smashed him through the eye with his cane. Wow. Jury is still out on whether or not this guy has a cane in the afterlife. Right? Holy Same moly. Jury. So this fellow is just wandering around really sad that he smashed a guy's eye with a cane. You went too far, man. Yeah. Is he wearing the wig as a ghost? Uh, John, I think. Um, he should wear it as a crown of shame. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't decide it. We're, we're <laughs> definitely up for it, but I don't know if we can convince him to do it. <laughs> so uh, I'll have a word with him, man. I'll, I'll see. I'll see if we know any. Do you think you ever get you like genuinely? Do you ever think you get used to a ghost? Uh, I I know people that have uh, they claim to have lived for ghosts, and obviously I believe that. And they <laughs> an odd odd statement. Yeah, and they um they got used to they got used to it. Yeah, they lived on College Road in, in um, by uh, UCC in Cork, and they had a um, a ghost who used to uh, when they moved in, right? You know, student house, nothing in the student house, like in terms of plates and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. You know, all cupboards bare, bar one cup. And I said, uh, "World's best ghost." <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. It said, "It said number one ghost." They, they were told by the outgoing students, uh, "That cup is none of ours." Right? It was here when we moved in, and it is the ghost's cup. Okay. Right. It's a big clue. It might be haunted. Yeah, and they said, "Sorry, what, what's this now?" And they said, "Yeah, the ghost, the ghost cup," and. I swear to God, they they claimed, and I have no reason to believe this person was lying. That ghost, sorry, that cup would move itself around the house, independent of any. Uh, yeah, of sometimes any- it'd be in the cupboard. Sometimes it'd be like half half a cup of tea in it. Sometimes it'd be in the sink. No, sometimes no. it'd be in the dishwasher. They never used it. Fuck no. it all. Our cups are haunted. <laughs> they, they, they never. No, I'm telling you, they never used the cup because they were too afraid of the ghost. But the cup used to just find it and. I, I can't I, the, I think the ghost name was something like Greg and if they saw the cup somewhere like strange like up on the TV or something they'd say oh for fuck's sake Greg 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 never cleaned up after himself I'm telling you now if we had a haunted cup in this house and we were told not to touch it there'd be one night I'd come home and I'd be drinking that cup I'd be pissing I'd, into it and everything I'd come in and you'd go oh fuck that you know that's only a bit of superstition as, as I'm watching a, a mournful ghost appear yeah, from and home. we would be haunted for the rest of our lives oh my god you do you know what i it, it would be one of those scenarios as well that for some reason i'd end up being fine with it really quickly and it would drive you up the walls and you would be like we have to get somebody and i go i don't think we need to get anyone i'd want to go out like obviously i think i'd be fine with it like yeah i could it depends live. like yeah. unless he's doing stuff to you nah i could i could live live with a ghost uh to, to bring the mood back up there dennis right not all the haunt- was it down yeah, well, you know, we were talking about a man being killed for his wig. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so, not all the hauntings are so macabre, though. With uh, the ghost of one Joseph Grimaldi, a clown from the 1800s, said to appear backstage and known for giving people a kick up the arse. That's true. <laughs> all right. Uh, or in some cases, even shoving actors while performing uh, on stage, uh, pushing them into better positions on the stage while performing but as a sneaky way of getting them into position yeah yeah so like you might be standing in a position that's actually not great for Mm. the scene like lighting wise or whatever and all of a sudden you get a shove oh from bubble but what's the story (laughs) (laughs) what's the story when i'm going around kicking people up the arse that's just a bit of a certain bit of responsibility as a clown your shoes are like four times as big as anyone else no what happens is you know he you know it's the theater a lot of divas yeah. If somebody's acting a bit too bit too diva. And he comes. He comes in and John what 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 did our mothers used to say to us growing up? You deserve a kick up the arse if you're mm. getting too bit too big for your boots. Yeah. Well this guy he does it. Alright. He takes charge, comes in, kicks them up the arse. And full full contact. Full tilt, man. 
Dude, some some arses never recover. <laughs> this this ghost isn't as scary, I have to say. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to give you a bit of a, a bit of light light in the shade. The, it, this would be the difference between not not being able to live with a ghost and living with a ghost. A ghost who is like pushing you, you know, like like not violently, but really annoyingly edging pushing you, up you. like the edging you. No, oh, sorry. no, not edging. Egging you up. You up. Yeah, <laughs> egging you up is definitely not a fucking <laughs> phrase either, man. <laughs> Geeing you up. Yeah, geeing you up. Yeah, but just yeah. kind of pushing you and annoying you and stuff. That, that that's actually the funniest haunting is an annoying ghost. You would be, you would have, like, you would go fucking mental if a ghost was kicking up the arse every day. Oh my god, I'd be driven absolutely demented. You know what, you'd be, you'd be, let's say, you'd be standing up having your cereal. Yeah. And you'd be just about to put the first spoon and kick up the arse and milk everywhere. Rosie's ghost. Yeah. I'm telling you, he'd, co- he'd come kick you up the arse. That, that's what would happen. That's, uh, that's our friend Rosie, just in case anyone doesn't know, but he would be that, uh, that ghost. Yeah, yeah. So finally, Dennis, right? Finally, the specter of a music hall comedian called Dan Lino, also resides in the building. <laughs> Sorry, did you say, did you say Dan, Dan O'Nino? <laughs> no, I didn't. I said Dan Lino. Hi, kids. I'm Dan O'Nino. <laughs> Dan O'Nino. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant... What was he, Dan O'Nino? Was he a hip-hop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan Nino. <laughs> I think he was, wasn't he? What, who? Dan, Dan O'Nino. Who's Dan O'Nino? Da, you just said it, Dan O'Nino. Yeah, yeah, but I just mimicked you like a parrot. What no. story was that? <laughs> no, Dan O'Nino was like, uh, he used to sell something on television. Like really? He was a cartoon hippo or something. We, Dan O'Nino. Are, are you just thinking of Um Dan O'N? No? No, there's definitely a, a lad called Dan O'Nino. Okay, listen, for the next episode, you start that out, okay? Wait, I want to, I want to, sh- oh, this has to go in, like, as in, you have to put the oh, song okay, in. Oh, okay, okay, uh, l- listeners, uh, listeners, Dennis is currently looking up his phone furiously, uh, which is pretentiously No idea how to spell this. Uh, but he, he also, for some reason, has a party popper, a discarded party popper we have, and he's wearing it as a thimble on his left thumb. No, this is a... Su- this is supposedly Dan O'Nino, but to be honest, I remember Dan O'Nino being a larger man than this. <laughs> well, look, he, you didn't remember him being a man at all up until two seconds ago. Well, he's a dinosaur well, or something. Well, I do remember him, Dan O'Nino. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I don't think. That's, that's him? That's the lad? I don't, that's, <laughs> that's are, are you sure? I yeah, thought Dan haunt, O'Nino was, was a fat hippo. No, he haunts the building, man. He's like a bad pyro. Dan O'Nino. Yeah. Or Spyro. There is What's a, that guy's name? Spyro. There's a period of time uh, in the mid-2000s that 3D artists were stealing a living with stuff like that. That guy was probably <laughs> Ah, no, paid. no, no. This is the man. He's a dinosaur, right? But he's, he's a bit, he's a bit that, weird. That's Dan O'Nino for yeah. you, is it? Big big blue kind of uh, fat belly. This fella is like... Um, Oh, I don't know. He's, he's meant to be updated, but he looks like he's part of Fallout Boy or something. No, do you know what he looks like? Um... Did you ever see the show Reboot? Is that what it's called? No, I haven't. The uh, oh, he, he, it, Disaster for SEO, though, if you're ever searching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those fucking um, terrible um, 3D animation shows from the early 2000s. Uh, like that um, Starship Troopers show, which is actually good, but the animation... Oh, great. and uh, Beast Wars. Oh, man. Oh, I love Beast Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Beast, War- Beast Wars is, is unreal. I'd say it's safe to say we've completely gone off track. Where were oh, we going? We were talking about Dan Lino. Oh, right? yes. Dan Lino, the music hall comedian, right? He also resides in the building, supposedly appearing and causing trouble near the location of wherever his bronze bust is placed in the theatre. I was just saying that he's a comedian. And again, what a sad sack that he can't just go off can't into the leave. afterlife. He has yeah. to come back for another gig. 
Yeah, yeah. No, a gig's a gig, man. But uh, although Dan Lino is rarely seen in the flesh or the, or the spirit, as it may be, his presence can more often be detected by a phantom odour of his lavender cologne, which is often smelled around the theatre with no known source. Except for that guy spraying lavender over there. <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know what I wanted to do? And I'm really kicking myself I didn't do it. I wanted to pop out at lunchtime today. Didn't get a chance to do it, right? Too busy just sitting down doing nothing. Yeah. I wanted to pop out and get lavender spray and have sprayed it during the episode and see if we could channel him now and, and trick you into smelling Can I shock lavender? you? What? I bought a bottle of lavender spray today. Fuck! Are you serious? Yeah. First time I've ever, ever bought it. What are the chances? That, give it a spray now, man. Oh, secondary broke my neck for some reason. Give it a spray. Not into my eyes, right? Here we go. Give, give Dan Lino a fucking spray. Oh, that's nice. What does that smell like? It doesn't really smell lavendery. It smells like Dan Lino, man. <laughs> Dan Lino's ass. <laughs> I like that smell, man. You're not meant to do that. You're like huffing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wafting it over to me because you got all of it. You got all of it. That sprayed like a fire extinguisher. You did, yeah. No, you don't don't spray that on fire, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to this day, Dennis, right, the hauntings of the Theatre Royal, Drury Lane, remain unexplained. I can't believe that. What 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 do you think what do you make of that now? I think it's it's my usual thing of kind of making fun of it um because they're ghosts. But I actually make I, I actually believe that there might be ghosts in this place, but I am making fun of the actual ghosts in this. Not the fact that it's paranormal activity, if you know what I mean. Like one guy is a comedian who can't who has to come back can't to a gig. Go. He's a music oh my god, I can taste that shit in my mouth now. Um the other guy uh, stole a wig and 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 he's just he wanna get his wig back and he killed the guy for it. Yeah. What did the first lad do? He we don't even know what he did. He just walks around with a sword. Yeah. He might have killed someone in a wall, but we're not even sure. He was the best ghost. And then I think the other guys are two sad saps. But would I go to my point is like, yeah, I'm making fun of these ghosts. Would I go down there now? Probably not. No, you wouldn't, man. I'm telling you, you wouldn't. And I'm too scared. Do you know what's even spookier, man? Do you know the video I was teasing at the start? Mm-hmm. Of I took a video of the Theatre Royale. It's fucking gone off my phone. Gone? It's genuinely gone off my phone. But that's that's proof that I was there. Yeah, I can see that he was there. What do you think happened to the video? Has uh, it been replaced by anything? Uh, n- no, wait, wait a minute. It's somebody giving somebody a kick up the arse. Oh my God. Uh, no. Why does he have a big red nose? <laughs> he, that's pissed me off so much that... I, oh, do you know what I did? Fucking, of course I did. I, I accidentally took it off my phone and put it on my laptop. Did Which you? is here. Hang it's in front, <laughs> in front of me. Uh, that's, that's a handy coincidence. Hang on. I'll have to, I'll, listen, I'll have to pop it up. Because uh, I really want to show you this. Because otherwise... I like I did some serious videography. Like way more than I... Um, way more than was normal. You really don't like the smell of that lavender, do you, man? You look like... Do you know, if you spray something on a cat... Oh. Even spookier, man. It's gone off your laptop. Video won't play. Put it uh, into handbrake there, and we'll come back in twenty five minutes. <laughs> but listen, right? I I brought you, I brought you a bit of an old, um, a ghosty one. I have to say, right? I was having um, uh, an internal heart attack um, post Christmas, yeah. and I really enjoyed this ghost story. Oh, very good, very really good. really enjoyed it. So you really enjoyed it after Christmas? Got you back into it? Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. Well, when was the like most recent sighting in in this place? Like, is this is this up to you? You're 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 grimacing. You're grimacing. Uh, that's, no, this, that's a tell. This is going on to this day, man. Yeah, but when was the most recent one? I would say the most recent one is my video not working, which doesn't work. Yeah, and it's probably haunted and corrupted. 
Maybe we should head down to Drury. What, what did they like? Did they show everything down there? Do you know what? Do you know what's on there at the moment? What? It's very spooky. Frozen the musical. Okay, we could go down yeah. and see that. Uh, that that was going to be that was the thing that I wanted to surprise you with at the end is that uh, if you go down there, all you hear is Frozen being played nonstop, just the, the hits from Frozen. I I would love. There has to be a night down there where people dress up as ghosts. Is there? Oh, you can go on a ghost tour of it. I'd imagine you could, but that's completely different to what I want to do. Yeah, but the guy dresses up on the ghost tour. He dresses up as a ghost in a sheet? Yeah, yeah, Or dresses up as a... As the guy, as the man in grey. Oh, I think it'd be be great if if it was uh, classic ghosts, everyone in sheets in the audience. Do you know what, right? That classic ghost look, did they ever appear as that? Or is, was that just us being insensitive of ghosts? Well, I think in, in Scooby-Doo and a few of these other ones, which I really don't like Scooby-Doo, yeah. but in a few of those, they will whip off the sheet and there'll be no ghost. There'll be nothing underneath and yeah, it's yeah. ghost. Maybe and not Scooby-Doo because they're, they're pussies and they, they don't have real ghosts for yeah, some reason. Yeah. Did they ever have a real ghost in Scooby-Doo? Those fucking no, they, pussies. I, think, I think they do. They have one or two. Oh, do they really? But only is like one in the blue moon you know okay but have they ever done um, sheets I don't think so uh, one of my friends uh, we had a ghost party at one point in, in college and we all dressed up just took our sheets off our bed and just cut holes in it um, but uh, my friend didn't he, didn't he didn't have a white one he had a blue one and he was too lazy to cut out the eyes and the nose and stuff so he just cut a big circle <laughs> but is that there yeah it was just his face coming out of it, um, <laughs> and annoyingly, he was like the life of the party. Then, even though he was, he was basically tr- trying not to do it. What a bastard! So, uh, would you say on the spooky, on the ghosty ones we've done, where does this sit? I think, I think, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't want to break your heart here. Right? I don't want to break your heart. It's not the spookiest one we've heard. Are you serious? No, it's not the spookiest one. I mean, we've had we've had Lego being thrown off foreheads. Yeah. Um, can you reference that episode? Leave me a mark. I believe that was the Enfield Haunting, wasn't it? Enfield Haunting. Very spooky. Yeah. Really, really spooky. Um, this one, just for me, I guess it's just because it's in a kind of, um, in a professional setting, in a corporate setting. Mm. And because those last two ghosts sound like saps, I, I, I think it just takes it away. I don't think we'll ever encounter it, you know, if I don't have to. Whereas Enfield, you know, that could happen. I, you know, if we lived in a theatre, if we lived in a theatre, I'd yeah. say... I don't want to hear anymore. It's it's terrifying. But here, you can go with your normal plan, which is to avoid the theatre at all costs. Well, that's why they always set like horror movies in cabins in the woods. It's not because it's a scary place, because the audience feels safe that it's not happening Mm. in their own home. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, So, given that we're we're at the end of the episode now, Dennis, I'd say uh, this is our first true episode of the new year. Yes, it is. 2023. The two boys. We're going to blow up this year. This is going to be a big year, lads, right? And uh, a few things that we've got to say to you. iTunes listeners, Dennis. iTunes Mm. listeners. Oh, sorry. It's not even called that anymore. Apple Apple Music, Apple Music. There we go. BBC Sounds. It's actually probably not even called that. It's probably Apple Podcasts Yeah, it's something new now. uh, We wouldn't know. But listen, they're skyrocketing, right? Nice. Come on, the Apple boys and girls. They're going up. uh, And non-binary people that listen to us. Um, they're, they're shooting up, man. But the reviews aren't. Ah, get off your horse yeah. and drink your milk. Yeah, so chuck us a few five-star reviews. Only. There's got, you know what? There's a couple of cool, cool fuckers now, right? They're listening to this, right? And they're going, fuck this. I'm, I'm turning this off now. You won't make me do anything. I'll tell you we will. I'll reach across and I'll pull the ears off you. I'll pull the ears off you if you don't give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. But you know what? There'll be a ghost giving you a kick up the arse. There will. You get a big clone kick up the arse. Thanks very much for listening to our episode this week. 
I've been Dennis Len. You can get me at Dennis Len 3D. You can also follow us at Unexplained Legends uh, on Instagram. Um, you've been Roger O'Sullivan, and you can find me at Roger O'Comedy. And also give us a subscribe on YouTube. Oh, we're on YouTube, no. Yeah, what are, yeah. what are, we don't have a URL on YouTube yet, but if, no. you, if you search us, if we, uh, subscribe to us, I think we, is it 100 subscribers and then they'll let us name it? Something like that. I think, yeah, something like that. Uh, but yes, thanks very much for listening. Also, thanks to all our Patreon supporters as well. Um, this is your general shout out for everyone. And um, exciting things coming in the new year. Big things happening. Big yeah, things yeah. Happening. Big, big changes. Big things happening. Watch this space. Love you. Bye. Spreading myself wide, you won't see any face action in it. But you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if they're going to pay more fools, them. And is it on your personal Instagram page? It's on our Patreon. Oh, it's on our Patreon. <laughs> the, Great. Uh, 